0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of I Can Do This All Day. I'm Dan, the part-time adventurer, and with me is Mark, the resident Jedi.
1: Hello there. Today, we're digging into uh, what is our most American of of characters and and actors and people. Uh, As far as I know, I don't think he's Canadian. That would be really weird. Um, But today, we dig into Cap himself, Mr. Chris Evans.
0: And happy 4th of July, everyone. This is releasing on the 4th of July, so I hope you are all having a fun and safe holiday. But I wanted to give a little bit of context. You know, we have this name of the podcast, If I Can Do This All Day, and I think it's fair to say that not only do we love Captain America and Chris Evans' iteration of Captain America, but we really could just talk about movies, points of view, about Marvel stuff all Day. And I think we've done that. And there's been a few episodes that we've had to scrap because we could talk about it all day. But there is just a lot of cool patriotic symbolism, enthusiasm, and just good old fashioned fun with Chris Evans. So we figured, you know what? On America's birthday, let's salute America's ass and we'll talk about just some good old fashioned fun with Cap. So, Mark, with Captain America, the character, uh, what was your first exposure to Captain America and, and what did you think about Captain America?
1: It was definitely comics, um, not necessarily Avengers comics, but I had this like four part OG cap, like backstory set of comics, that I think are still kicking around somewhere in some version. Um, But they walk through basically the whole first movie, which I think is why I enjoy the Captain America movies so much is because they're very much like a lot of the Marvel stuff. It's very true to source. But then I remember the absolutely terrible 80s Captain America movie, um, which I remember renting from the janky Berwyn video store. um, Shut up, Berwyn. Multiple, multiple times. And my parents being like, you don't, you don't want to watch that again, do you? <laughs> yeah, Captain America. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, was, I was into the character well before Evans even thought of putting the character on screen. And when I found out they were doing it, I was super stoked.
0: Nice. So it's funny that you mentioned uh, the Captain America movie. Um, I believe that was it actually I think was the 70s it it may have been in the 70s but uh Red Brown who I believe was a former football player uh donned the suit and clear plastic shields of Captain America and um it was pretty sad and the only reason why I watched that and I want to say that I liked it I don't think I really did I just wanted to like comic book characters is because I used to be obsessed with the Hulk so Lou Ferrigno Bill Bixby and the Hulk that was my thing but um, my first exposure to Captain America was in that awful movie and I think there was another actor that also played Captain America as well but um, going into comics I remember the specific issue of Captain America that I first got, and I um, bought it for a road trip for family vacation. And it was Captain America issue 411. And I don't know what issue they're on now. I'm sure they redid the numbers or anything like that. But um, this was such a cool first exposure to Captain America in the comics is that um, if you remember Crossbones from Civil War, Uh, He was actually posing in the comic as Crossbones and he went to like a bad guy convention with like a bunch of arms dealers and everything. And so he basically tries to infiltrate along with, uh, I want to say Falcon was there and then uh, Diamondback was someone else who was like another part of, uh, she was a bad guy turned into a good guy for a little while. But the funny thing is about that issue is that Captain America, the clean cut, good morals, good sportsmanship guy was entered into a fighting tournament. And so he had to fight against all these bad guys and he had to turn on like his killer instinct mode, very much like how Bucky did in the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV series. So anyways, that was my my real true exposure to Captain America where I was like, I can dig this guy, and and he turned into like my favorite character uh, after that. Just to clarify, I'm not talking about the 1979
1: classic Reb Brown Clear Shield Evil Knievel motorcycle Captain America. I'm talking about the 1990 uh, American Yugoslavian superhero film directed by Albert Punyan and uh, and, and starring uh matt salinger
0: oh wow as
1: captain America, where he had the actual cap shield and a fairly accurate cap suit and wow. they did a very bad job of telling the world war ii uh, uh a red skull frozen in ice and revived
0: by the president uh, I, um i completely forgot line. about that wow. yeah it was bad so so, just because you brought up Reb Brown again, um, I forgot to mention. I was recently at a um, like a, a con. It was a very small one. I was at, at a shopping mall, and it was called the uh, Collecticon. And this is, I believe, was in, Leesburg, Florida, and guess who was there? Reb Brown, but I did not see him. Apparently, he was only there for like a certain amount of time. And I was like totally ready to be like, oh, my God, I actually saw your movie and I thought it was cool, but I was only six. So it would have been so cool to meet Captain America. And I was donning my uh, Captain America costume that you see right here. But it was it was a really pretty good show with a lot of uh, cool little vendors and a lot of kids running up to me. And parents um, saying like, "Hey, can you take a picture with my kids? They want a picture with Captain America." So they me thought you were about. Red Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did
1: you know that Red Brown made a sequel? To I that did Captain America movie.
0: Absolutely, I did.
1: I'm so sorry for anybody that's seen it.
0: The um, the motorcycle and yeah, it really looked more like an evil Knievel outfit. It definitely wasn't comic accurate. But the frisbee shield. That was comical. You guys will probably see that somewhere floating around on YouTube. Um, it's, it's pretty hilarious. You have the Google machine. You can figure yeah, it out. Of course. But um, So that gives us a little bit of taste about Captain America and our first exposure to the character. What about Chris Evans, the man who truly made him famous? Oh, man. I, I, so many Chris Evans movies. To have seen, right? Yeah, well, you know, so I guess I I kind of jumped ahead of myself, too, where, you know, we didn't really talk about... We should probably talk about why we like Captain America and why we like Chris Evans. So the reason why I like Captain America is just the fact that it's the idea of this guy who only wants to do good for the people, for his country. And yeah, sure, there's like some uh, ulter- ulterior... Motives on some comic writers, um, some of their things, but he's just a good guy. And so Captain America is a good guy fighting the good fight. And that's why I like him. And if you check out one of our previous episodes, uh, Marvel Heroes and Zeroes, you will hear a lot about Captain America and the specific examples of Chris Evans' Captain America. Something about the guy was super likable in all of his characters. And I just, his dedication to the roles that he puts in, he's, I wouldn't say he's like Christian Bale, like method to where he's going to lose 50 pounds to to play a certain character. But um, I mean, he just has a lot of dedication to the role, especially for Captain America. And just by getting jacked flat out jacked for captain america was pretty awesome and and the way that he carried himself in that role and chris evans himself he's just hilarious he seems like a good soul that uh that likes to have fun you know maybe a little bit of a party animal but he has he knows how to present himself in certain situations so that's why uh that's why i dig captain america and chris evans
1: i always found evans really funny and I always liked that he did like comedies starting out. Like I remember the first Chris Evans movie that I can like legitimately say I saw more than once was the uh, American Pie slash Scream spoof, Not Another Teen Movie.
0: Fantastic! Where I love we're, the movie where Chris
1: Evans dons the whipped cream bikini.
0: Yeah, it's not um, a it's not a Sunday a banana split and then he's got the oh, banana up his ass yeah, that,
1: there's there's a little much there yeah but no I, I i i always thought that was funny and then um he was in a couple bad movies like cellular um but then he he caught on in in his first uh uh superhero not necessarily mcu role as uh as johnny storm in the fantastic four and i think that was one of the first like superhero movies we really got it was well pre-iron man oh yeah and and it was like okay no we'll take a a a, a yes it was right it was after spider-man had come out like the the mcguire spider-mans and they kind of jumped into this and uh i didn't think the first one was really bad um i was upset that they did another one because that one was really bad um
0: it could have been cool, though. I mean, the fact that Silver Surfer was a pretty big character back in the day, and that's just kind of fallen off just because of, I don't know why, but Silver Surfer used to be like a pretty big Marvel property. I mean, he had his own video game, and, you know, there was just a lot of... um a lot of exposure yeah. for Silver Surfer.
1: You, the, they couldn't bring Silver Surfer to the MCU without bringing Galactus into the MCU. I yeah. mean, originally, Silver Surfer was a huge part of the Infinity Saga, but so was Adam Warlock. And, and all the, if they did the original Infinity Saga, they would have had to, one, had the rights to any of those characters, which they didn't. Um, Which is why they couldn't bring in the Fantastic Four, why they couldn't bring in the X-Men, who were part of the original Infinity Saga. But Evans as the Human Torch, I was a huge fan. I honestly was very disappointed that Evans wasn't in Doctor Strange as Johnny Storm randomly. That would have been amazing. But apparently in the multiverse, people are always the same people. So they can't do that? I don't
0: know. I think not in Loki, man. In Loki, you could be like 90%. That's different what I'm people. saying.
1: That's why I thought it was a lost opportunity.
0: Yeah. Just get no, him to I, flame on again, man. He did say, and this article might be clickbait. I did see something of a headline that Chris Evans would more likely play Johnny Storm than Captain America again. And I'm sure the article is clickbait. I didn't read it because that just sounds like a clickbait article. I saw the
1: same article.
0: Okay. But um, yeah, so it's, I want to talk about Not Another Teen Movie, uh, just because that is probably the funniest movie in that genre. You know, like, yes, there was Scary Movie, Scary Movie 2 was pretty good. But um, maybe it's just the, that teen angst type of movie parody that was just, uh, it hit right at home. So in high school, I remember seeing uh, one of the movies that it was based on, She's All That, with um, Rachel Lee Cook and Freddie Prince Jr. I remember seeing that at least twice in the theaters because what else are you going to do in high school? You know, you take a date and you see the movie. But, oh, I mean, one scene in particular where they break out into the musical and they're just, singing about all the, the goofiest shit. And then uh, I just remember the line specifically. It's like, true love is what matters most. I just jerked off in your French toast. Like, just no reason whatsoever. But had me howling, laughing. So the 13-year-old and me will still laugh about that to this day. But yeah, I haven't seen that movie in forever. So funny. I've, I've watched it at least oh my gosh, at least 20 sometimes. And uh, I did have the VHS, which I no longer have because no one has VHS players anymore. <laughs> um, and if you do, please write into us or you know message us and say why I'd like to know why you have a VHS player. I have a VHS player. Yeah, but do you use it? No. Exactly. No. So it's you really don't have one. That's what I mean. I don't use
1: it. Yeah. I think I still do. I don't even know. I remember at one point we had to transfer a bunch of movies over at one point, um, like home movies or something. Not, not like actual movies. That'd be bad. But that the the, the cast of not another teen movie was also impressive.
0: Oh my god! Yeah,
1: <laughs> like they had Paul Gleason, um, Ed Lautner, who was who was eventually in uh, in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Mr. T was in it as the janitor, yeah. The wise janitor, um, Lacey Chabert was in it. Who's gone
0: on to do a bunch of terrible TV shows? I didn't recognize her when I first saw the movie. It's like, oh my god, that person's smoking hot. And then I saw the credits, like, that's the girl from Party of Five. But yeah, it
1: was the girl from Party of Five. It had, um, oh my god, it had Ron Lester in it. Who sadly has left us, um, also known as Billy Bob.
0: Yeah. Billy Bob. I forgot that Billy Bob died. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is like your favorite non MCU Chris Evans performance? It's that's tough.
1: That's tough because I want to say Knives Out.
0: Oh, I forgot about that.
1: Great movie, but he doesn't really like. His range in that movie is not necessary to be big. He's just, you know, cable knit sweater, Chris Evans, who gets to be a villain and prance about, which I'm all, it was just great. Like, but that is such a star-studded cast. I want, I don't know why I'm leaning towards Scott Pilgrim.
0: That's a pretty cool performance. and But he plays... that
1: movie in general is is just kind of,
0: outside of the box so i'm gonna deviate just a second here just because you're talking about scott pilgrim which was very highly rated um and and just the creativity of how they put that comic world into film have you seen miss marvel yet
1: i have not
0: so and i won't talk too much about this because maybe we'll do an episode maybe not but or we could just like clear it out right here but i would say it's very similar to scott pilgrim in the creativity of how they weave in a lot of those comic uh references or even just like the the imagination of teenagers and and how that would kind of play out in their head so um for anyone who's listening and mark for you i would check it out if you like scott pilgrim um I would check out Miss Marvel just because it kind of gives that that teen feel and it gives a little bit more of a creative outlook. Uh, not something that we haven't seen before in the MCU, but we've kind of seen in Scott Pilgrim. Mm. That
1: is a, I, I guarantee there's a, a chance that I will see Miss Marvel much sooner after release than I saw Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I, saw I, still
0: haven't
1: like, seen... I saw it like eight years after it came out and was like, how did I miss
0: this? This is hugely entertaining and good. I haven't seen the full movie, but from what I saw, I, I I liked it. And I always said that I'd go back to it. and I just never did. But Brie Larson is in it, too. And, and that was kind of, I mean, you got Captain America and Captain Marvel in the same damn movie. I
1: mean, dude, if you're looking at the just the, the list of, of people, um, Michael Sarah, Karen Culkin, Anna Kendrick, Aubrey Plaza, um jason schwartzman
0: so my favorite non-mcu chris evans performance um i'll I'll give one for tv and one for uh, movies but maybe it's just because it's recent uh defending jacob was really good um, on apple tv really really enjoyed that and i thought while it's not necessarily believable that a DA will be that young and that good looking, or you know, Evans has a very youthful appearance, but um, I thought the show was done really well, and uh, I love those kind of like you know, murder shows where you're not sure if the person did it, or you, you know, you're you not always 100% convinced either way. But um, seeing him in it post Avengers Endgame was pretty awesome, but my Favorite, favorite, favorite movie performance by Chris Evans is a little movie called Sunshine. And Sunshine is, uh, I would venture to say it was a cult classic. You know, there's a lot of people that like the movie, but it was never big uh, in terms of box office success. But it had, oh my gosh, it has everybody. Uh, I'm talking about Wong from Doctor Strange, uh, Benedict Wong. Ah, uh, you've got Killian Murphy, Rose Byrne. Uh, I want to say Michelle Yeoh was in it as well, too. Correct. But uh, such a good freaking movie until the like the last. not even the last third, but um, something happens towards the very end, and all of a sudden it completely twists. It goes from like sci-fi, the entire movie, to almost like a a horror twist so it's it's something where i i still love it but a lot of people are like yeah that movie was great until it started to get weird right but i mean isn't that like every movie like well i think the director intended it to get weird and i was actually okay with it um i remember pirating that movie and uh i was like all right i gotta check this out and see what it's all about and um since then, I had purchased it and was like, yeah, this is totally worth it. This is, this movie's awesome. So Sunshine, really awesome movie. And, and Killian Murphy is always one of those actors that can do no wrong. But Chris Evans' performance specifically, and keep in mind, this is after Johnny Storm and the Fantastic Four, um, pre-Captain America, if I'm not mistaken. And he plays this... Almost cynical. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get the mission done. Almost like a Brock Rumlow Crossbones character, as opposed to the Captain America, where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get the job done, but I'm gonna make sure I do it the right way and people don't get hurt. In this movie, Evans is all about the mission. He will not deviate from that, and he argues with the the crew on on the space shuttles, like we're not talking about deviating from the mission right we have to do this it doesn't matter if this person dies or this person left. so very cool dynamic to see him and uh yeah that is my my favorite chris evans non-mcu moments what about you any I, TV hadn't even, movies? I hadn't
1: even heard of that movie and i'm like one of the five people who didn't watch defending jacob when it first came out in 2020 i don't know what i was doing
0: um probably not paying for apple tv you know that's probably what it was. I, I honestly
1: did not. I, I got Apple TV for free when I when I upgraded my phone, and um, now I subscribe as I as Ted Lasso is is an important part of my mental health regimen on a semi regular Ted, basis.
0: I've not seen Ted Lasso. Hey man, why don't you go watch Defending Jake? We're gonna have maybe to, maybe we're gonna have to talk about
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also liked him in in this. Kind of off the wall movie that now has its own series called Snowpiercer.
0: Yeah, that yeah, movie in was
1: just really fucked up.
0: Just a strange fucking movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it, it's like we have all the budget to get Chris Evans, but now we have no sets except a train. We can't go anywhere. We got to shoot it on the on the stage. Make it in a train. We're gonna freeze people's fucking body parts off like that stops you from dying because because it never gets unfrozen, right? Just like Captain America. Never gets unfrozen. Um, favorite Evans cameo though has to be the 15 seconds he's in free guy. Yeah.
0: Not even 15 seconds. It might oh, be like no, five. Like, whoop whoop. Yeah. What the shit? <laughs> he he's one of those guys he can do whatever. Like just like Christian Bale, you know, I've got this fascination with Christian Bale. I put Christian Bale in anything, he'll act his ass off. No problem. Um, If you want me to watch any movie, just say that Chris Evans is somewhat involved in it, like, whether it's a cameo or main part or supporting part, I will probably watch it. I mean, I've seen his directorial debut uh, where it's like a rom-com with Alice Eve, and I watched that just because he was in it. What was it? Oh, God, I can't remember uh, what it was called. Wait,
1: wait, I can get to that. What am I saying? Yeah. Before we go?
0: Yes. Yes, he directed it, and so part of it that was kind of fascinating to me is the fact that he was directing, but he also plays a musician who happens to play the trumpet, and I used to play the trumpet, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And uh, yeah, but it was one of those things where it's like, I'll watch it. And then I I remember watching this other movie. Mark, you'll have to look this one up. I think it was with Jessica Biel. I think it was London. Uh, I'm looking at this. Alice Eve's in it and his brother, Scott
1: Evans, is in it. Good old Scott Evans. Scott Evans. If you haven't seen... Chris and Scott Evans on any late night shows it's well worth it like
0: yeah so it is kind of cool so worth it. so was the movie you were talking about London
1: London I think
0: was another performance that it's kind yeah, it of reveal
1: those... and Dane Cook
0: yeah, I, wouldn't want one of those... I
1: have the same reaction you have um, for Dane Cook but...
0: so Dane Cook um, I'm not a huge Dane Cook fan, but if you've ever if you ever want to try and test the waters and, you know, kind of, I want to prove myself wrong about Dane Cook, watch a movie called My Best Friend's Girl. It's a really, Alec Baldwin's in it. He, he's really funny. Um, it, it's so funny overall. Kate Hudson, Jason Biggs is also in it. Yeah, but, no, I
1: know uh, the movie you're talking about.
0: Okay. Did you like it?
1: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy DC in specific movies typecast for Dan Cook. Yeah. But uh, anything that's outside of literally something that he would recite on a stand-up stage in, let's say, 2003, (sighs) not like 2009, because it was terrible by then, but anything that's in the, like, shocker stages like it it it's funny, but then he just got a little he, he, he got he, he, just like just like many a com- a comedian
0: yeah
1: uh dane made some money, and rich people problems aren't as funny as poor people problems
0: do, do you know like some of his rich people problems his own brother swindled him out of boatloads of money, like ridiculous, but um that's Dane Cook. But yeah, but, I, dude,
1: I, this London movie has a hell of a cast. Jessica Biel, Chris Evans, Jason Statham, uh, Isla Fisher, who is uh, the wife oh, of Sasha Baron Cohen, yeah. um, who's a great actress in her own right. Um, Louis C.K., uh, the aforementioned Dane Cook, Paula Patton, Kat Dennings,
0: Sophie Monk. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a cool yeah. it's a cool performance from him. Um, it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's rom-com per se, but it's almost like that romantic drama type thing.
1: Oh, I just, is this Emo Evans?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: That is, no, no, Emo Evans. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, just Google what Chris Evans looks like in this movie. I feel like he's got some eyeliner on and is really depressed.
0: Oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad.
1: Uh, This picture, Dan, is that bad? I would show the picture, but God knows we'd get like copyrighted or something because the the director and writer, Hunter Richards, would be really mad that we're talking about his movie that nobody's ever heard of from 2005. That is a 6.4
0: IMDb rating. Which that means it's like 33% Rotten Tomatoes probably but um yeah i mean and chris evans he like i said he can do no wrong in my eyes he can go as you would say emo um he can play the romantic comedy um i would love to see him almost play like a cynical best friend in a romantic comedy and i would be all for it like he's just like the almost like the Vince Vaughn type character or whatever. I would just love to see him play something like that. But the guy's too good looking. Like you have to cast him as the, as the romantic lead. Otherwise you're just completely wasting it. But Hollywood, if you're listening, Chris Evans agent, if you're listening, uh, you should try and get a role for him like that. Now that we've talked about the non MCU, Chris Evans performances, any other runner runner ups on that or anything else from non MCU?
1: Um, not, not specifically. I, I think that those are those are the ones I like. But again, I mean, I think we we celebrate his entire catalog. He he, and it's worth saying that as he played Captain America, he really didn't do that much else. The the Cap character in the MCU really dominated his time from like you know twenty two thousand and eleven. Until 2019, I, I think that there's maybe like five other movies that he did in those years that aren't MCU movies.
0: Yeah, I think Snowpiercer was one of them, right? It was.
1: It was. The, the Iceman, Snowpiercer, um, What's Your Number, Playing It Cool Before We Go, and Gifted. And then all Marvel movies that made just an obscene amount of
0: money. Yeah, which he he made a good amount of incrementally as time went on. He did okay.
1: He's not Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but he's doing okay.
0: Downey definitely, you know, bought him some gifts. I think he got like a. I'm not sure if it was a Camaro or a Mustang, all capped out like an an old muscle Mustang, and there's like Captain America logos on it and everything. So that's you are in such good company when your co-star buys you a custom Mustang capped out. That's just awesome. I would love the 1967 like Camaro Camaro Camaro. I'm sorry. Yes. So I knew it was uh, an older style and it was like a 60 ish type of muscle car, but still cool. I'm not a Camaro guy, but if it's Captain America Camaro, yeah, I'll take it. That's awesome.
1: It's definitely a sweet car. Just looking at it. But I mean, Downey got that Jack Nicholson deal, man. Like, from here and then beyond, I want a piece of the action. Okay. Sure. We don't think this is going to be shit. Yeah. And Jack Nicholson's still getting paid from any Batman anything. And Downey made like the full ducats from the Avengers movies.
0: Yeah. It was almost ridiculous. And, and that's, what, I think, why. Downey treated the cast so well you'd see like Instagram videos of him doing like the mariachis at lunches on the sets of Avengers Endgame oh yeah Avengers
1: he's got stuff. stupid he, he kicked his drug problem so he's got a lot of extra money and he's just he's, he's got stupid Avengers money yeah just pretty stupid
0: awesome. but Chris Evans, you know what
1: you like the guy he is though
0: Chris Evans only made like 300 thousand for Captain America first Avenger and that's like chump change even in like professional sports like that's what you pay the scrub in professional sports Uh, and that's what he made for that first captain america movie
1: yeah yeah no you're not you're not wrong that movie did very well um and he did not see a bunch of that money 140 million dollar movie that made a total gross worldwide of uh 370 million dollars you'd think they would have kicked a couple extra ducats for cap but his pants were really tight he couldn't fit the money in his pockets
0: he got paid later on i think he was getting like 15 mil for end game and and everything so i guess he kind of have to play the long game but that was part of one of the reasons why he didn't want to be with Marvel is because of those long-ass contracts that they have and Mm -hmm. they've got the morality clauses you have no idea how scared I was for Chris Evans going into like Infinity War and Endgame thinking that he's gonna break some Disney morality clause because he was becoming so outspoken with politics I was like oh god no no don't don't say anything please like i I totally agree with freedom of speech, but don't say anything. Fuck this up for us. You know, so I was a little, a little bit worried, but um, it all worked out. Um, what about your favorite MCU, Chris Evans performances?
1: I, I enjoy the first vendor just because it, it was the exact comics I used to read. And it was, you know, right there. But I, I, I don't think I could pick one. Uh, I think I'd go Winter Soldier over Civil War, and um, you know the 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 Endgame series over over those. But I, I kind of like the original. I thought that he set the table perfectly and just kind of ran it, even though the CGI in that movie is kind of terrible um, with big head Chris Evans.
0: Hold on, hold on. So we talked about a recent episode of your bar of CGI. It's,
1: it's like right at the bar. It's, it's like n- so close.
0: So Walk it refresh- again,
1: Danny, without your cap goggles on. And then you'll see that it is bad. It is early CGI and it's, it's not good.
0: They so think- to refresh everyone's memory, Mark's uh, benchmark of if CGI is good or not is Henry Cavill's upper lip. So if the CGI in the proposed movie looks better or worse than Henry Cavill's lip, then, you know, that's, that's the, the mark, but man, people have big heads, you know, like it's one of those things that yeah, people no, have
1: big I know I have a big head and I've got a big body to go with it.
0: There's usually that you grow the...
1: no dude in that movie, he was borderline like you push him and <laughs> he falls down.
0: That's the point of that version of Steve Rogers. So mm. I, I don't think that it's worse than Henry Cavill's lip. That's for sure. I
1: think it's right. I think it's on the line there. I think there's gray area.
0: I think there's gray area with your theory <clears throat> here, man. Like that's yeah. a big disparity <clears throat> between those that's, two.
1: Watch it again. It's not that big of a disparity. It's pretty, 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 pretty close.
0: We did not have headline numerous headlines, blog posts, um, clickbait articles, saying how awful captain america's head was in that first adventure
1: well those 10 almost 10 years later
0: still man. almost
1: 10 years later of course the henry cavill's mustache looked to like 10 year old cgi at the uh, time man. it was really good it was it was passable but you knew it was cgi I mean let's be honest we're all very spoiled by the fact that it's so good right now that you you can't judge it any other way but there definitely was that's the only bad part of that movie is okay. the, is the CGI with minicap right that's the only bad part of that movie to me
0: so I might agree with you on that because for me and I just rewatched Winter Soldier recently and when I say recently that means I watched it today but um, I I mean I didn't watch it today because I would have been working today but the just the I think Winter Soldier as a whole was probably the best movie not necessarily the best Chris Evans Captain America performance but it was pretty damn sweet so I'll kind of break it down just a little bit just the fact that that was truly the first time that captain america was coming into his own right you got a little taste of it in first avenger which is you know he should be you know in the captain america right in his own movie but i don't think it was as i don't think it was done as well compared to winter soldier right in avengers i was actually kind of bummed with how they downplayed Captain America with the exception of the one scene where he's calling out the orders on the battlefield. Uh, Winter Soldier, you've got that awesome speech that, you know, he might be the only one that's going to try and fight against Hydra, but he gets that rally cry and the motivating speech for all the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, uh, the good ones, to stand their ground against, you know, probably being outnumbered by all the Hydra sleeper agents that are there. But Civil War was another good one because I kind of liked the fact that he was going to do whatever he could do to help his best friend. And maybe that's me just projecting a little bit like, I would love for a best friend to do that for me, or vice versa. You know, it's just like that cool premise of, this guy's so damn good. Such a nice guy, good guy, that even though His best friend might have blown up some people. He's going to get to the bottom of it and find out to make sure, you know, hey, did you do it? Did you not do it? And that's just maybe naive, but good guy. Nonetheless,
1: you don't know how long he knew in that movie either that he killed Stark's parents. Spoilers. Yeah, true.
0: True. But. Yeah. What can you do? still fighting for his best friend man like he he had a feeling that his best friend didn't do it and even though the there was there was footage on cnn saying that they had footage of the winter soldier blowing up a building and a king he's like i don't think so i'm gonna go talk to him and yeah i I just thought and, and you can't forget about that last fight with him and bucky versus iron man and just the he's beaten up he's bloody and then he can say that line i can do this all day Ugh, oh, so awesome in comparison to the first avenger but the first avenger was really good i think he you're probably right i think that's probably the best overall evans captain america portrayal where you get to see the innocence of steve rogers the loyalty towards his country and uh, the people that are risking their lives. I think you truly get the essence of the good guy that Steve Rogers was even without the serum. So I agree, man. I agree. What, what did you think about his portrayal in like infinity war and Endgame? I, obviously a more established.
1: I liked, the, I liked the dirty Cap, like the, the it's been a minute we've gone rogue, full on rogue. And then they brought in the, the, the armor, the, the scap or the, the scarab ar- or um, scalloped armor from the comics. Like that was underneath all his stuff. Um, and then he talked about loyalty and, and the whole thing. And I like, I love the way they put that character to bed in that movie. Like not only did they, did they hand off the shield to Sam and, and move on. But they, they finally gave him his, uh, his his dance and his dream at the end. Um, but, you know, I, I thought that it was. Well, no, I, I like that he, he kept the eternal optimism of, of of Steve Rogers and and led the uh, the led the therapy sessions and the talk through sessions with everybody, you know, as a. As a as a callback to Sam and, and said, well, if he's not doing it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. and Just, you know, keeping his promise and, and keeping, you know, whatever positivity he could and still tried to be that beacon. Um, again, I mean, the, the way they wrote the character is, is not, it, it's just like they wrote it for him and he just was the right person. I, I There's not many other people you could see rocking that part. Like, if I think about it, there's maybe like two actors that I could see doing it, and I don't think it would be done as well. Who were the two? Um, the first and foremost, John Krasinski. John Krasinski could 100% be Captain America, hands down. Okay, um. And and the second one is already in the MCU. But I don't think he could have got to the size necessary to cap.
0: What, Loki? Tom Hiddleston? Paul Rudd. Rudd, really? Interesting. So I thought, until you said, I don't think he'd get up to the size. You know who I think could have done exceptionally well? Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. I think, you know, he has the look of Captain America. He's a
1: little too Thory for me.
0: Well, I mean, I'm glad, 100% happy that he's Thor. We'll talk about him on a few I mean, episode, You could have but...
1: used, you could say that you could have done the other Chris as well. Oh, no.
0: No. What I'm talking like neither Pine nor Pratt. No. Pratt could have absolutely been Captain America. I don't think so too, too much of a goofball.
1: I don't know, man. Pine as Captain America. Sounds inspiring. It does sound kind
0: of sweet. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, he would have been Chris Pine. I could only see him as like the grizzled Captain America. You know, if they had to recast, which they were thinking about because they weren't sure if Evans was going to be coming back for, for the other Avengers films, i think pratt could have been like the down on your luck nomad captain america steve rogers i think that Mm -hmm. that could have been pretty cool but at the same time he was in wonder woman world so and then he needed to come back in the 80s so and chris pine he he is definitely man his agent must be like just shooting himself in the foot like man i can't get this guy a role to be like the leading man because after wait a minute wait a minute
1: he can't get him a role to be the leading man chris pine yes we're we talking about the same chris pine after, after
0: star trek captain kirk after star trek what else is he i don't know man he, he, I mean, did, he did that like a movie direct to video just recently Did he? <laughs> um I, I don't you know what i, I it's unfair to say that it was direct to video. it might have just been not a big box office hit, but the contractor, I think that's Chris Pine and it is. Um,
1: I haven't seen what's, what's never heard of it
0: that? never seen it, thought about renting it, um, thought about not renting it as well. so this
1: is one of those Oh, it's about terrorists in yeah, no, the U S special forces in Europe, they wouldn't release this big in, in the current climate. It's one of those. Oops. Didn't think that there was going to be a Ukrainian war. Um, I honestly enjoyed Chris Pine in, um, in the one, um, Oh man. What was it in the movie where he played, uh, jack ryan i never saw in him. jack ryan's shadow recruit never no saw i enjoyed him. i enjoyed him in that movie um i'm sure he was good but he did a not... horrible bosses
0: i i he was only in the second one right
1: yeah he did into the woods which he actually is like a a fairly decent singer is it, who's he's related to somebody big He's related to some pretty big Hollywood royalty.
0: Mm. And they Isn't couldn't he? get him into more leading roles. Like, I feel like he should be the next, or not even the next, because he's starting to get a little bit older. So is Evans. Evans is 41 now. So he's he's kind of getting up there in age as well, too. But, yeah.
1: He was, Evan, Pine is, first, Pine is older than those guys.
0: Yeah. That's what I said. He's he's older. I and mean, he's has been not around gonna be, for a while. He's not going to be the it guy he, anymore, and he never really was the it guy. Um, so it was like, yeah, you got couple,
1: the he had a couple under the radars. Like in your in one of your uh, uh, fave movies, he was in Smoke and Aces.
0: Yeah, but like I said, he was never the it guy. He was close to it. He was almost, you know, he was referred to as one of the Chris's, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Evans. But I don't think he had the same opportunities as Evans and Pratt did. You know, Pratt's like, he's got leading action roles on stuff. And then what does Chris Pine have? You know, poor, poor Chris Pine. He had that spy movie with, uh, Tom Hardy, where they where they fight over Reese Witherspoon or something that like that. That was not
1: a terrible movie.
0: I didn't he did see three all three
1: Star that. Trek movies, two Wonder Woman movies. Um, he was in a wrinkle in time, which not his fault that there was a terrible movie. Um, Don't even he know was in into the
0: spider-verse, yeah, as a voice. Uh, yeah. So was Nicolas Cage as a yeah. voice? And you see where Nicolas Cage is right now? I'm just saying he's not on the same caliber as evans and pratt from no no. he's gonna be in the new
1: dungeons and dragons movie
0: probably as a voice right
1: (laughs) no i think it's a live action
0: he's probably playing the voice of the ogre or some shit like that because there's no fucking way
1: he's a top build with uh it's it's justice smith chris pine and michelle rodriguez oh that sounds like a winner
0: yeah yeah, and you were talking about how big Chris Pine was again. <laughs> I'm just saying. I enjoy me some Chris Pine. I'm uh, I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying, Captain America, there's some big-ass shoes to fill.
1: You know why I'm glad Chris Pine isn't, like, too big for his own shoes? It's because he's coming back for a fourth Star Trek movie. And I like that continuity. I'm happy with him having Shatner-esque success, where he just <laughs> leans on that character into the unknown,
0: like I, let's go. I like bring it, movies. roll it back, buddy. I'm when, not even when, a Star Trek fan. I, I like those movies. Oh, so.
1: oh those the, the first two were amazing. The third one was a little off. I enjoyed it. I hope I hope they get Tarantino to to, to, to do the fourth one. Did you hear about that? He like, is
0: not going to be doing it.
1: Ooh, you never know. Times could change. Things could no, change.
0: No, he. It's like for sure. Like nope. Yep, Tarantino's not doing it. But they announced the fourth Star Trek movie, and then I don't know if it was another clickbait thing, but the cast was like, "Huh, we are like,
1: yeah." And then there was I a don't... pandemic, and yeah. but none of them are like. I know the one guy died.
0: Yeah, but oh, like Anton Yelchin, man, yeah. such a good actor.
1: Yeah, he was. But I don't think any of
0: them are like. Mm, I'm doing very well. <laughs> like uh, Zoe Saldana. She's going to be printing more money after the Zoe, avatar
1: movie. Zoe. Zoe shows up to anything. But they're it's, all she,
0: blockbuster movies,
1: but she doesn't say no. Like, I don't mean that as a bad thing. I love her in everything she's ever done, but she shows up. She came back for the damn avatar movies.
0: As she should.
1: But I'm just saying, like, so she comes back for Avatar, but you don't think she'll come back for, for Ohara?
0: No, I never said that. I just said the cast didn't know. No, mm. like the execs never said, "Hey, do you guys want to do another movie?" They just like proclaimed, "We're doing another Star Trek movie," and then a cast. Some of the cast were like, "Uh, like, uh, we we are, I guess." Yeah, they're all
1: supposedly in it. The only yeah. ones that say rumored are Carl Urban who he has he'll be there. he'll take the money. <laughs> Zoe Saldana's rumored and Simon Pegg's rumored. Simon Pegg'll come back every single time for a nerd movie. Let's be honest. And Zachary Quinto, Chris Pine and John Cho are in it. And I'm 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 on it. I am 100% in it. And side note, I love that one of the guys that 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 stormed White Castle High is playing Sulu.
0: Very much. Wasn't like he a, in the Obama administration
1: or was that the other one?
0: No, that was the other one. That's Cal Penn.
1: One of, them, was one the of Obama. them plays Sulu. One of them is a, high level, a high-ranking a high government official.
0: <laughs> that is pretty funny.
1: Oliver, and Kumar.
0: Yeah. Underrated.
1: Like, what did Cheech and Chong do wrong?
0: Underrated movies, underrated movies. Um, The Christmas special was really good. Let's, uh, stoner movies aside, let's go back to Chris Evans and Captain America. But let me ask a stupid question that you already know the answer to and you're going to proclaim it. So why ask? Well, just because I'll entertain the thought and play devil's advocate. But do you want Chris Evans back in the MCU?
1: Only if they get Downey and all the rest of them back, like they gave him the Star Trek five ending with the big signature and the you're old and you got your lady. I mean, and then they kind of half brought him back as as like the Iron Man version of Captain America. Right. Like, wait, what they brought him back for uh, what if didn't he do the voice? No. Oh. Mm.
0: No, Evans, Downey did not. Um, yeah.
1: Mm. But I, I, I do, they did have to have a good
0: Cap storyline. And I feel like... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Before you get into that, do you want him back in the MCU? I mean, I'll always take more Evans. Okay. So that's I'll obvious, take another right? Cap movie. but let, let me ask this then. Why would you not want him back?
1: Because you already did the send-off. because they felt the need to end it there and that's their fault like you know i don't think that you get by by retiring these core characters i don't know how you build a team out of the stable that they have right now they've got all b players now there is the possibility that they do like the um, I forget the name of it. It was like it was it was a, a, a part of the Secret Wars storyline where where Cap and Peggy are like shadow leading the Avengers
0: from underground. Might be cross referencing some other titles. I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, I I remember there was there was and I read an article about them talking about how he was not an active member of. But he was like the Charlie's Angels guy. Okay. Right. But but they knew who he was, essentially. But, you know, they could bring old Cap back for that, maybe, and do like a Batman Beyond-ish Captain America situation. But they could involve Peggy. You know why? Because Peggy died. And Peggy wouldn't remember if she was involved. Sad. <sighs> Unless somehow uh, uh, Cap, you know, found a cure for dementia, but if you found a cure for dementia and didn't fix nine
0: 11, what the fuck cap? So with Chris Evans and and captain America, I I think they need to have a captain America in the MCU. Right. And so now they've got Anthony Mackie as captain America. And after rewatching winter soldier, I'm okay with that. At first I was like, man, he really made a big leap from you know, just being Captain America's sidekick to, oh, he's the new Captain America, but he's got some skills and his growth throughout the movies was was pretty cool. So I'm happy with that. But Steve Rogers, on the other hand, and Chris Evans specifically, of course I would want him back in the MCU. But to your point, yes, they did the send-off. So how could you possibly... Bring him back so if you could do it you would mention you know kind of like the secret war um is there any any other ways that you would prefer to see him come back at all
1: i mean i'd be down for some johnny storm but i, I think he's a different person now he's he's older uh, i don't know that he could play that that way anymore like True. with that tude, uh you know I, there there comes a point where you're, you're old enough to stop playing teenage roles
0: yeah. But I mean look at Ryan Reynolds. He's well over 40 and he's still gonna be playing Deadpool uh, for the foreseeable future. Well that's because
1: Deadpool looks like a sack of nuts.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's true. fine. Even though Ryan Reynolds is a beautiful man.
0: Yeah. Um, speaking of, did you ever did you get a chance to watch the Adam Project? I him? did. I did watch the Adam Project and Thoughts? it was wonderful. It was
1: wonderful. Not only movie, did it, right? not only did it reunite. The thirteen going on thirty duo of uh, of Jennifer Garner and and, and Mark Ruffalo, um, but it, it, it really I thought the kid killed it. The kid yes. starred it right, but the kid was like basically playing Ryan Reynolds, um, and Ryan. Yeah, no, it was a good movie. It was a solid movie. I actually recommended it to to somebody very recently. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a solid movie. It was a tearjerker at certain times, like you'd have. Yeah. All the emotions, all the feels, if you will. Yeah. My wife yelled at me for making her watch it because she cried.
0: Was it at the moment when? Of course it was. He was talking to his mom. Yeah. God, that that almost got me too. So just a really good, really good feel good movie, but also kind of that whole, yeah, it'll make you think about life a little bit sometimes. And you know, yeah, you might be a prick every now and then, but you know, there might've been a good reason as to why, and maybe you shouldn't be such a prick all the time and, you know, be a, be a human being. If I could go back and tell myself that in my teenage years, I probably would do that. And my teenage self would probably be like, the fuck are you, man?
1: Yeah, no, I, you, you can't look back. You can only look forward. And, and I yeah. think that a lot of the experiences you have are based on, uh, uh, you know, the, the things that you could have done better, should have done better before. Hell, that's what Captain America learned from being little and getting his ass kicked a lot. And then magically, he has the power. So, you know, he uses it for
0: good people and not Nazis. Nazis are bad. So, if you take anything away from this podcast, Nazis are bad. Nazis are bad. (laughs) Um, So, I would bring Evans back and Captain America back very similar to Black Widow. It would be a prequel. And it would basically be Captain America taking the Infinity Stones back after Endgame. I think that right there could be, but also as Evans is aging a little bit more, you know, that could kind of be that, that opportunity to be an, an older, wiser Cap and still getting into those Avenger shenanigans as he's bringing stuff back. Like, how awesome would it be? yeah you can you know the interaction with red skull but how awesome would it be to see that captain america post all of the shit that happened stroll into asgard and get into some shit with some asgardians like it would be hilarious you know just be so much fun
1: i almost want to see the after that and like the sixties and seventies Peggy still has to do her job. So it's like a sixties seventies Peggy and Steve mod squad, like talk about
0: a great Disney plus era show they could make. So that could work. But then at that point they would be, well, I guess probably closer to their age now, maybe they could play it that way. But at that point, you know, seventies they're getting up there in age. And uh,
1: I'm dude, no, but but now they could de-age. Like, didn't you see Michael
0: Douglas? No, no, no. They could. They themselves would be fine. But the mm-hmm. characters of Steve and Peggy should look much older at that point. And like, do you really want to see like old Peggy running around getting into fisticuffs with people? Like, as much as I love Haley, Peggy Atla,
1: in the '70s, you know she was killing it. I mean, they made they made the Agent Carter show already. Yeah.
0: So not that's in the already 70s, yeah, in the that's 70s. True. that was in the 40s and she was kicking ass in the 40s so let's just say for example you know i don't know if they put a birth date for steve rogers i i just watched Winter soldier and, and the museum i think that they put something there but let's just say you know within that time frame they were 20 realistically right and at that point no they were not 20 realistically do
1: you you want to know what steve rogers birthday is yeah according to the mcu is july 4th 1918
0: of course it is so that makes sense though because i was thinking like 1920 and for steve it makes sense for peggy it doesn't make sense she would have been a little bit older because she was a pretty high-ranking official at that point in the military. Um. So when you go... from, yeah, so from April 9th
1: 19, of 1921 is this fictional was, character's birthday, according to Google.
0: That was Peggy's or... Peggy's. That's weird. So she was born after and she was a high-ranking military official.
1: But she was British. At that point. <laughs> and she's a girl. They mature faster.
0: <laughs> I guess. Um, Ask your yeah, wife. No, She'll tell you. I think that would be... They, I would love that. Believe me, I would, I would totally be down for that where... Steve and Peggy get into like all these different types of shenanigans, but then you get into all the, you know, why didn't you change time? You know, like you could have changed the future cap. You knew what was going to happen.
1: Well, tell this wouldn't have told me I couldn't, right. or maybe he did change time, but then they had to come in and devariant him like from Loki and you get crossover.
0: Yeah. That just sounds yeah. Loki though. Yeah. I, I think it would have been cool just to the ancient one, you know, would tell us when she could have just been like, Steve, you're never going to stop until you do good in all these universes. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that, but you have to return back to your timeline. <laughs> like that would have been cool. But then it would just be like totally contradictory, but yeah, I mean, give me more Steve Rogers. Give me more Captain America. I want to see him return those infinity stones. I want to see the adventures of Steve and Peggy. And I totally would love it. Fireworks at the end, everything. It would be awesome.
1: What if they did the Captain America Hydra
0: agent like storyline? Would you want them to recast Cap if they did that? I would want them, and for those who, who don't necessarily know what we're talking about, so there w- was a comic book storyline where Captain America was a sleeper Hydra agent the entire time, and it gets really messy. That it, it put a lot of people up in arms, but if they were to do a movie version of that, I would want them to that. I would want that specific storyline to be in like Loki season two or Doctor Strange part three, and then they cut. Captain America in half with his own shields, like someone comes in and just like beats the shit out of him. And like that's what I would say about that. Because so yes, you want him to do
1: the death of Captain America too, which they did in the comics.
0: Yeah, I would be perfectly fine. But brutal, gruesome, not even a factor in terms of physical fighting cap. Like someone just rolls in and just steamrolls him. Like Captain Carter comes in, it's like, you don't deserve that shield. Boom. Cap versus Cap, Haley prevails over Chris Evans. I would I would be down for that. So
1: yeah, now we're but, getting too multiverse
0: crazy. I know, right? I, like all the people are like, you kind of had me at Chris Evans, and then they started talking about this weird comic book shit. So mm. sorry to all of our listeners. Which, by the way, um, we should probably uh, give thanks to our majority female audience. So so thank you to all the females that listen to us when we were coming up with this, certainly not our ideal, or, or not ideal, but not our group of people that we thought we were gonna be catering to, but thank you for all the women out there. And I hope you all have a wonderful 4th of July as well. And, and thank you to our, our listeners across the pond. We have a few in uh, the UK and France, um, and I'm pretty sure there's some in Ireland as well, too, that might be lumped under UK. So for the Irish, um, hey, don't be angry with me. Be angry with analytics on Spotify and Anchor. But yeah, uh, we've got quite a, quite a footprint across the, the world, Mark. So what country should we get listeners in next?
1: I mean, you know, I'm always one for Australians. I think they're fun. I'd do a shoey. For some Australian listeners, let's go.
0: Hemsworth, I know you're out there. Yeah, people to listen to. to
1: way to shoot for
0: the ungettable. It's the only way I know how, man. Only way I know how. But uh, Captain America, Chris Evans, uh, I think just the epitome of goodness and entertainment. Uh, Anything you want to say before we sign off?
1: Uh, no, no, just just uh, a, a resolute salute and and uh, and, and happy Independence Day, uh, uh, the, the birthday of Captain America. Who knew somebody was thinking at Marvel when they wrote that out?
0: Absolutely. So thank you again for joining us on another episode of I Can Do This All Day. Have a safe and happy Fourth of July. And until next time, I'm Dan, the part time adventure. That's Mark, the resident Jedi.
1: Like, subscribe, keep all your fingers this 4th of July, folks, so you can click those buttons.
0: Absolutely. We will see you next time, everyone.